0: Welcome to Chronicles Abroad and presenting Global Grind with Aaron, a weekly podcast series where we discuss practical steps to get you started working abroad.
1: Welcome to Chronicles Abroad featuring Global Grind starring the man of the hour, Aaron say what's up
2: hello hello welcome or thanks for having me back
1: (laughs) and of course we're here with miss nubia say hello what's going on everybody so today our topic is networking and some of us hate it some of us love it so aaron why don't you start
2: us off sure so the last two weeks we talked about a little bit about figuring out what it is you want to where you might want to live what kind of job you might want when you move abroad so the next step Um, in my mind is starting to put out feelers. Once you decide what industry you're interested in and what location, starting to put out feelers and making industry connections with people who live and work in the country that you're interested in moving to. And a great way to do that obviously is networking Since we're talking about international networking, you're not going to run into these people at your like local networking events and things. So, what we want to talk about a little bit is how you leverage social networks like LinkedIn and Twitter to make some of those industry connections that are impossible otherwise. Given that you're talking about networking in an area that you don't currently live in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say networking is my life. I love it. Um, Most of the people that I've crossed paths with. I've met online, literally. Um, Chronicles Abroad is thriving because of people that we've met globally online. So, networking is a great leverage tool. It's a great tool to help you move forward.
2: So, one of the, I think the the best place to start probably is how it is that you start to find contacts that you might want to reach out to. And so, when I've done um, either job searches or I've been trying to find people who for as guests on chronicle abroad or for my blog i've always started with just a linkedin search using some of the basic filters on linkedin like job title location Um, you can search by like a connection to one of your connections so if you know one person in an industry and location that you're interested in you can actually search their connections to find other people who might be related to what you want to do um, and searching by company name so that's just a super easy first place to start to start building a list of connections of people who you think would be really good to get to know in your industry.
0: Yeah. And the approach should be genuine, right? You just don't send out a generic message. You know, it's, it's great to have a template if you're a business, but you need to know how to approach it genuinely and approach it with, in a, in a, I would say, a more casual yet um, individualized way. Just personalized. Personalized way. That's what I meant. Instead of individualized, personalized way. So your approach should definitely be genuine. Yeah, I
1: think of uh, for folks like me who are not a really big fan of networking, it's one of those necessary evils. However, I the way that I approach networking in, in my days is, is think of it as you're meeting a friend, and you just want to get to know this friend. And I think when you lay down that foundation, it feels more genuine.
2: And, and a good way to do that is by... Understanding what your own story is. So anytime that I'm reaching out I'm making sure that people know a little bit about my story and and what's unique about it So like when I reached out to you guys, I mentioned that I was a young guy um, From the US living in Vietnam working for a startup, um, Had this blog kind of gave you a little bit of my what made my story unique and you can do the exact same thing when you're networking professionally um, but you have to understand what your own story is. So, what what makes you unique? Are you a single mom? Are you you know what adversity have you overcome? What successes have you had? Um, and and once you understand what your story is and what interests people, you can use that to get people's attention that might otherwise just kind of let your email go by or ignore your message.
0: Yeah, and the second part of that is the approach should also focus on them, right? So if you just talk about yourself and not really. Why you're reaching out to them? Like talk to them about why you're reaching out to them. What did they do that you were impressed with, or what can they do that may be able to help you, or what have they done that maybe have helped you? Show that you did your
1: research. Yeah, I mean, for example, liking their posts online, asking them short questions that are really easy to respond. You know, people don't like to get big block of text messages or. Um, text messages, email, email. So begin by building rapport and really just seeing, like maybe you saw an article that they wrote and you thought it was awesome. And you say, wow, this is really good. And if you make that connection, people are
2: more likely to, you know, put their guard down and and talk to you. Yeah. And actually what you're talking about specifically is uh, kind of Gary Vaynerchuk's, if you're familiar with him, his whole thing with jab, 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 right hook. So the idea being that, um, Rather than, like you said, if you think about it as a personal relationship, you would never just walk up to someone and just start telling your story randomly. Like, you would build a rapport with them and, and you know, you guys meet one time and you just introduce each other and then you see, happen to see them again somewhere and you get into a little bit deeper relationship. And then the third time you see them, you've really kind of built a connection and then you would feel comfortable maybe asking them something. And the same thing works online um, and that's kind of Vaynerchuk's whole thing is that You if you have someone that you're trying to build a connection with, you start off just by doing little jabs, little uh, like the post, share the post, um, say great work. I really like what you wrote, whatever it might be, those small little things to get yourself on their radar. And then once you've interacted maybe a couple of times, then you might be ready to throw your big right hook, which would be like, hey, I would love to reach out and talk to you about our industry in Ireland. Um, and and hear about how things are going out there. And so I think that I've used that framework, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's framework, um, with a lot of success. um, It's one of those few things in kind of the self-helpy genre that actually seems to be fairly effective.
0: Yeah, and the way to put that into a nice little way is don't go for the big ask, right? It's like if you're dating someone, you're courting them. So court them before you go for the big like, hey, can I get a kiss? (laughs)
1: Oh, I was I was just gonna say dinner, but that's right. We can go straight there. I
0: was going straight there, you know. I went to second base. I didn't even go all the way to third or home run. But you know what I'm saying? Take your time. Go take it easy. Get to know them a little bit more. Also, fill it out. I mean, I've had times where my networking consisted of me having to just go in for the ask. But I felt it out. Some people you can do that with. Some people you it's probably best that you take your time. But I'm a firm believer of um, uh, closed mouth. Don't get fed. So ask.
1: Yeah. And uh, a good point is uh, don't be afraid to be candid. Be vulnerable. You know, be open to saying I'm having this issue. You know, have you had a, a similar situation or maybe there's a problem that you are having difficulty tackling? And maybe this person who is more experienced than you can help you solve that problem. I think the bottom line is to be relatable, genuine, and focus more on the other person.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and accepting as well that um, if you're going to go this route, you're, you're talking about building real, genuine relationships with people in your industry. And that type of thing t- takes time. You don't make a best friend in a day. And so you need to accept that, you know, I've had people where I've reached out and for like an interview for my blog and I didn't hear from them for a month later because they were on vacation or whatever and then we exchange a few more emails and it takes even more time. But at the end of that full cycle, you get an awesome person um, on your blog as a person to interview or some a guest on your podcast or an important connection in your LinkedIn network, whatever it is. But it's it's, it's worth the time if you do it right, because you're not building superficial relationships. You're building uh, real relationships where you actually know the person that you're connecting to and they can actually pr- help provide you some real value um, when it comes time to look for a job.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. And it becomes organic because not only do you just find a guest on the show, right? Like you, Aaron, you, we you've. I don't know how, how did Aaron come about? I'm joking. I'm joking with you, Aaron. Um, Facebook group, I think. Yeah, just through a group on Facebook. um, I wrote a comment. This person said, hey, I got a great person that would be a good person for your podcast. (laughs) Introduced Aaron to us. He reached out. And we responded. We had him on the show. And now we are collaborating. You just never know who you meet.
2: Right? That's right. And, and and also being willing to do a few things just to be being willing to to give in, in without hopes of it being reciprocated. So like just doing a free blog post for someone without worrying about getting paid for it. If they if they have a blog that you really respect, or um, like we said, likes and, and comments and saying, Hey, is there anything that I could help you out with? I'd be happy to help. I think that the project you're working on is really cool, whatever it is, but being willing to kind of throw those things out there um, for free because that good karma does end up coming back a lot of times and helping you out down the line. Skip the fluff and shallow advice. Global Grind provides you with actionable steps so you can start grinding towards your dream of working abroad.
0: Yeah, support is support. And that is what people got to realize is that um, our growth is, is really about the support that you get from the people around you. And, and, that's, and that's a full circle. You know, the same way we want people to support us is the same way we're going to support people. So you got to put that mindset out. And with that said, you also want to make sure your approach is driven by data, right? What's the best platform for you? Are you on Instagram and you're finding out that you get more traction on Instagram versus Twitter versus Facebook? Um, I love groups in Facebook, but I also love Instagram. IG stories. I seem to communicate a lot with people via IG stories. But on Facebook, I tend to be a part of groups that, you know, are like minded or groups with like minded individuals. And that's where you kind of get to meet more people of content, you know, so you got to kind of look at your platforms, where do you, people in your industry act or, interact the most?
2: That's right. Yeah. Like, like you said, Instagram is going to be more like creative people. If you're on medium, that's a great place to meet like writers and entrepreneurs. If you're looking for more like traditional jobs, then it's a great place like LinkedIn. And a lot of people on LinkedIn also have um, Twitter. And those kind of those have for me have always kind of had an interesting uh, they've formed an interesting combination because uh, LinkedIn is more like a very um, serious professional business networking event. And Twitter is more like a cocktail party where things are a little bit looser. And so when I tried to make connections before, um, I would find people on LinkedIn and view their profile so that I popped up on their, on their account as someone who viewed their profile. But then I would pop over to Twitter and see what their Twitter activity was. And it's, uh, Twitter, obviously, you can send a message to anybody. You don't have to be um, – or do you have to be – shoot. Oh, Don't no. ask me. You have to be. I
1: don't think you have to be connected.
2: I've got you messages don't, have to, from you don't have to be connected, or do you have to be connected? Send I've got a, oh messages from no,
1: people.
2: You don't have to be connected to send a tweet. So, on on you have to for on Twitter, you can send a, a, a just a tweet to anyone. So it's very easy if you're sharing content that you want somebody important to notice to just at them and get them mentioned in the in your tweet, and then that forces them to at least get a notification that they've been mentioned and a good chance for them to see it. So. You can also, if you you, once you guys are following each other, you can send messages and it's a little bit more open than LinkedIn is. And so I've always had a pretty um, high success rate of using LinkedIn to find the people that I want to connect with and then popping over to Twitter and using that as the first point of contact uh, to talk to them. And it's very it's a little bit easier there to retweet their tweets and like their tweets and get uh, on their radar a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's great because then if you see an article that they're in or article that they've written, you can actually just post it on Twitter, mention them, and then they'll get it. And then that's going to be a real easy way to connect with them.
2: Yeah. And then you can also get that cross-platform relationship as well. So like once you've, you've reached out to them on Twitter, you can say, Hey, can we connect on LinkedIn? I'd love to talk more. And LinkedIn has a bit easier like messaging platform. So you can just say, I'd love to chat more on LinkedIn if we could connect. And then you pop over to LinkedIn and then you get that LinkedIn connection where you have access to their network as well. Um, their professional network, and you can start messaging and chatting about maybe, you know, whatever you want to do, getting in contact, providing them a, a blog post, meeting for coffee, if, if, if well, that wouldn't make sense because it's international networking. But you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it yeah. can make sense. I mean, to be honest with you, I've gotten people that literally have hit me up on social media and said, I will be in Thailand and would like to meet up for lunch. And I've, I've met people for coffee, lunch and dinner dates that I've met off from offline.
2: So you, it can happen. I'm not talking total nonsense then.
0: No, not at all. Sometimes. No, you're not talking total I mean, honestly, social media is the way of the world right now, period. Um, dating, working, every, anything that, that you can think of is, is being done online. And I know people have their, um, I would say, qualms about being online, but it doesn't have to be used in a negative way. So we're talking about the benefits of utilizing social media, especially if you want to um, expand a business or, you know, grow, move, work, whatever. This is just another way to build connections with people that you may not be able to meet face to face because they live in a different part of the country.
2: It's yeah. a great way. I- yeah, and, they're, and they're, they're much more responsive than you would think. I was able with my blog to have CEOs from a bunch of startup communities around the world come on as guests and professionals at, at Microsoft and things like that or IBM. And, uh, and, and people are very receptive as long as, like we said, you're, you're genuine and you're not spamming people and you're, you're being a real human about it. Uh, people tend to be really responsive. And, and that's an amazing thing. Like you said, you can meet and interact with people virtually that you would never run across uh, in real life, and that there's a lot of power in that. If 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 you harness it the right way and you leverage exactly. it the right way, and
0: yeah. that's what we need to you know put across. This is a positive platform that you can use. Um, I'm not a big Twitter person. I don't know about the 142 character thing. I haven't really got too much on it, but I hear Twitter is a great um, platform. I would love to learn more about it. So um, if you don't know much about a platform, try it out. It may or may not work for you.
2: Yeah, but it makes sense, right? That you would, I mean, be aware of the platform and what industry, if you're in sales and marketing, that's probably not going to be on Instagram. That's going to be on Medium. It's going to be on LinkedIn. Maybe there's Facebook groups, but those are going to be the the two major ones. And so there are very distinct personalities and very distinct industries that are more focused in certain uh, on certain social networking platforms, and so, like we said, be data driven about it and understand where those communities are and make sure you put your focus uh, on those.
1: Yeah, and we can't say this enough, give, give, give. You got to look first to help others because, you know, it's all about energy, and if that's what you're putting out there, you're going to get it in return. Um, so. You know, when you are interacting with folks, leave positive comments, offer resources that might be helpful, anything that you can demonstrate that you can provide value and people will respond in return.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. And not everything is money driven. You know, giving it doesn't I have the hashtag sharing is caring. I love it. I just think that, you know, information is power. Knowledge is power. Helping somebody doesn't have to cost you a dime. It just might take a small bit of time. Um and you never know what you'll get back. So totally be upfront, give, like, share, comment, all of the above. And tell everyone you know, if it's something that you truly believe may provide value, it doesn't hurt to share it on your page because no, you never I mean, know what connection you can make because someone you know might be likely to know someone who can help. It's also, the. it goes back to like how we met Aaron. you know, his friend tagged him in our post, which I thought was great. And when you think of somebody and you're like, oh, that person might be great for it, tell them about it.
2: Yeah, and the same goes for looking for jobs internationally. You, you, don't, you don't know who's in your extended network until you put it out there. And that's why giving and you know coming up with putting content out there, putting your business ideas out there and it's so important because it gives you that visibility that allows you to be found. I think I talked about that uh, on my first podcast episode with you guys, but how important that visibility is where you're putting content out there, you're putting your ideas out there, your name is circulating around um, your industry. All that's really important because there's the only way that people are going to be able to find you is if you're out there kind of waving your hands around and making some noise and making it easy for them to find you.
1: Exactly. So now it's time to start grinding!
2: So, start grinding this week. Uh, The last two have been focused about finding location in industry. So this is all networking focused. So first step for start grinding, over the next week, add at least two new connections on LinkedIn uh, who are currently living in the city that you want to live in. So you're searching um, on LinkedIn to make two industry connections of people who live in the city or the country that you want to move to and then start one conversation over social media with someone who's currently living in the city you want to live. This person could be one of your new LinkedIn contacts, it could be somebody that you just found who's an expat living there, um, it could be a local even, but it's, or in, but somebody who's in your industry, but reaching out and actually having a conversation with someone um, and getting those first connections established.
0: Yeah, I think it's important, totally. It's, it's, it doesn't hurt to reach out and say, hey, I see that you live in XYZ country. I'm really considering moving over there. Um, Is it possible that, you know, we can have a conversation? And it's funny, I just actually had a conversation with a young lady who is becoming location independent um, in the next few weeks. And she's extremely nervous. And at some point, she will be coming to Thailand. And she was just like, do you mind just having a, a conversation with me? No, I don't mind. Let's talk. You know, so I think this start grinding is a great way to get people out of their bubble sometimes and understanding that, you know, making connections is a great thing.
2: Yes. And our bonus I wanted to add in here before we sign off is to Google your name. If you're going to be leveraging social media, um, make sure that you Google your name and you're aware of what employers are seeing when they when they Google it. So. If you're Googling your name and your topless picture of you on a mechanical bull is popping up, I would remove it.
0: Damn, it thank like you, Aaron, for reminding me. That was pretty specific. I gotta take <laughs> mine off. That was pretty specific. Mechanical bull riding, huh? Topless. Oh
1: yes, topless. Yeah. How do we forget that?
2: <laughs> we all have dreams and and uh yeah, that's all. <laughs>
0: The online is like your credit report. Just be mindful of the stuff that you put on social media. That one picture that you thought was just you out having fun with your friends could actually really be the breaking point of you not landing that job. And we That's want right. you to
2: win, okay? And But on the, on the reverse of that, it could also be the thing that pushes you over the top of other candidates. So if instead when of... Google your name and the mechanical bull picture coming up. It's instead that you have uh, you know interactions with industry leaders and publish content on different industry blogs or a podcast that's focused on your industry or whatever it might be. Those coming up in the in the search for your name instead of the other thing is going to be much better. If that's not obvious,
0: obviously, yeah, love it, love it. (laughs) No, but those are great tips. These are great practical tools I hope you guys use them if you have any questions make sure you hit us up and um, send any questions to globalgrind at chroniclesabroad.com or hit us up on Instagram at chronicles underscore abroad or Facebook Chronicles Abroad yeah even Twitter yeah Chronicle no s abroad Just, just give me a chance to learn how to use Twitter first. You got to be real witty on Twitter, by the way.
1: (laughs) But anyway, thanks, guys. Now that you got a taste of the Global Grind series, we're here every Tuesday to give you practical advice so you can begin your international career. And of course, don't miss our regular Chronicles Abroad episodes every Wednesday to listen to real people living that international life. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter at Chronicle Abroad and Instagram at Chronicles underscore Abroad. And send all of your questions to us either on Twitter or through our email, globalgrind at chroniclesabroad.com. Until then, stop daydreaming and start grinding. Music by Almighty K-Rock.